Do your kids want more Mystery Kids episodes? Are you sick of the same ones playing every single day? Well, we have the perfect place for you. Head over to become a Patreon today. For $5 a month, you'll get two more bonus episodes, plus episodes that are already in Patreon. Episodes like The Deepest Hole on Earth, The Great Emu War in Australia of 1932, The Bombing of Hawaii's Volcano, The Dancing Plague, The Ohio Grassman, and some animal fact episodes about the pangolin, the ai, the axolotl, and the taipan, plus much, much more. This makes a wonderful birthday present for your kids and gives you way more to talk about as a family, which is the whole point of the Mystery Kids podcast. So for $5 a month, you can get two more bonus episodes plus all the past episodes. To become a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Mystery Kids Pod and sign up today. Thank you so much for your support. On this episode of the Mystery Kids podcast, we'll be diving down deep to figure out what happened to the lost city of Atlantis. Welcome to Mystery Kids podcast. Our sponsor for this week's episode is the Intentional Mom Planner. My friend and I, Lindsay, designed this planner just for you moms. It has a great place for you to track all those things you need to do, including meal planning and getting a brain dump of everything out of your head. So if you've been looking for the right planner for the new year, go ahead and order it. Go ahead to the intentional mom planner on Instagram. There you'll find more photos and a link to order and go ahead and use the code mystery kids to get 10% off your order. To start the story out, we're going to need to know a little bit about Plato. And I'm not talking about the Plato that you mold and you play with. Plato was a student of the philosopher Socrates. He was from an extremely rich family, and he was alive from 427 BC to 354 BC. He lived a long, long time ago. So he was a student of Socrates, who was a great teacher and philosopher. Socrates was usually the main person that Pluto would write about when he wrote in his books. As Plato was growing up, he was so excited about academics. He loved to learn, and he especially became a strong philosopher, and that's where he met Socrates. Since Socrates was a philosopher, he would constantly try to find out if what people said were logical. Sometimes people would be really angry with Socrates and would argue with Plato because he was one of his students. He would then begin to teach them about politics and the facts of life. So why was Plato important? Because he was a person just from ancient Greece. He founded the very, very first university, and it was called the Academy. At this Academy, the students were to focus on what they wanted to learn about human nature. So basically, he kind of started like schools for deep thought, like colleges. Um, Plato wrote so many different books, and they were always were fun to read back in the day, and people really loved him. So he is an extremely important character to understanding the lost city of Atlantis. 
since Plato told so many stories about the human condition, he became very, very famous and is extremely well known. So one of his most famous stories was the destruction of the ancient civilization of Atlantis. So why is this story still repeated over 2,300 years after Plato's death? Plato tells the story of Atlantis around 360 BC. The founders of Atlantis, he said, were half God and half human. They created a utopian civilization and became a great naval power. Their home was made up of concentric islands separated by wide moats and a linked canal that penetrated to the center. The lush islands contained gold, silver, and other precious metals and supported an abundance of rare examples exotic wildlife. There was a great capital city on the center islands. So there are many theories about where Atlantis was in the Mediterranean, off the coast of Spain, even now what is Antarctica. Plato actually said that Atlantis existed 9,000 years before even he was alive. And that's a story that's been passed down by poets and so many others. But Plato's writing about Atlantis are the only known records of his existence. Plato tells a story about a moral, spiritual people who lived in a highly advanced utopian civilization, but they became greedy, petty, and morally bankrupt, and the gods became angry because the people had lost their way and turned to immoral pursuits. So as a punishment, the gods sent one terrible night of fire and earthquake, and that caused Atlantis to sink into the sea. For centuries, scholars viewed Plato's writings as just a story, a story to tell people that they need to follow the rules and do what they're supposed to do so that their city won't be destroyed. But the perspective changed in 1882 when Minnesota's U.S. representative Ignatius Donnelly, he was an amateur scientist, published the book Atlantis, the Odilvian World, which claimed that Atlantis was a real place. And since then, the people have searched for the sunken remains of the city. A group has claimed to discover the ruins of this once flourishing society and what is now the Atlantic coast of Spain. But no one's sure if it's the ruins of the city of Atlantis or just the ruins of an ancient civilization that used to be there. A few years ago, this company decided to take some satellite images and go ahead and look at a site called Spain's Donana National Park. The team was able to find some archaeological clues that could possibly link this to be the city of Atlantis. First, there were large circles that were possibly the bases of ancient towers, the ruins of what the team claimed may be the Temple of Poseidon, and a greenish-blue patina coating of some of the ruins. They're all details that Pluto included in his stories. The team also found remains of a long seawall and evidence of a tsunami, which could be what caused the cataclysmic event that drowned the whole society of Atlantis. Although this site is promising, it's not guaranteed that this was the city of Atlantis. This man named Adams said, what a lot a lot of people do is they'll take the parts of Plato's story, and there's a ton of information in there, which is why it's so fun to play with. 
It's really like a treasure map. They take the parts that match with their hypothesis and they quietly leave out the parts that don't match with their hypothesis. So he's saying that basically people will pick the things that they decide fit the area or what they're looking for when they're looking for Atlantis. And if there are spots that don't match in Plato's story of Atlantis, they kind of set those aside and go, well, those aren't as important. An archaeologist in England said people very often claim to have found Atlantis, but if they read the text, they'd realize that it was a legend, not a place. So lost cities are actually a thing. If you think about to our very first episode where we talk about Quake Lake in Montana and there was an earthquake which caused the mountain to slide down and trap everybody in that small little area. It's possible if there wasn't the technology we had today that those people would never be found. And once they were, it would be considered a lost city because all of a sudden this city just disappeared. So without technology, we don't have the way to connect with the people like we used to. So back in the day, there was a city named Pompeii that had a volcano abrupt that literally wiped out the entire city. And It's the lost city of Pompeii. There's also a Mediterranean city called Helic that was completely destroyed by an earthquake. And then a tsunami wave came over the island and took away the rest of the people. And so there were no survivors. Another lost city. So it being a lost city is actually a possibility. Just some fun facts about the lost city of Atlantis. The ruler of Atlantis was the King Poseidon, who gave this kingdom up to his son, Atlas, which he is what the whole kingdom was named after, Atlantis. They also believe this is where the name Atlantic Ocean came from. Plato described Atlantis as being larger than Libya and Asia together, so it would have been huge, a huge island. The city of Atlantis is supposed to have rings of water and land around it. The average lifespan of a person that lived in Atlantis was 800 years. It's also said that the people in Atlantis were known to have godlike powers, like modifying volcanic eruptions and controlling the weather. At Atlantis, there was a huge temple and chariots made of gold. So there was lots of gold and silver on this island, which is also a reason why people look for it to find the treasure of Atlantis. So there are still people today looking for Atlantis. They're either looking through satellite map images or rereading Plato's writings. Everyone wants to find the city of Atlantis, whether it's for the fame of knowing if Atlantis was real or if they are looking for the treasure. Porter's Ponderings. Do you think the city of Atlantis is real? What do you think happened to the city of Atlantis? Would you like to be the person that finds the city of Atlantis? And how would you look? If you also want to take a look at our website, mysterykidspodcast.com, that's where you will find the coloring page, which we have for each episode. And we also have resources for books that go more into depth on these different events. Um, We also have pictures that are always kid-friendly, and we usually have activities. So go give our website a look, mysterykidspodcast.com. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mystery Kids Podcast. If you could please give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening to this podcast or take a screenshot and share it on your stories, we'd greatly appreciate it. We'd love for more kids to be listening to this podcast episode. Also, don't forget to check out mysterykidspodcast.com to get your free coloring page. On the next episode of the Mystery Kids Podcast, a strange and mysterious lake that we keep finding skeleton bones in. Thanks for listening.